Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of The Life of a Missionary. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and are now ready to welcome the Christmas spirit. Well, today's episode is a little different. My guests, my guests today are or were companions in the Texas Fort Worth mission. They served together for two transfers or 12 weeks and they will be sharing some of their experiences they had together with us today. Please welcome Amy Jones and Nicole Nunez. You are listening to The Life of a Missionary, a podcast that dives into the experiences of former missionaries of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My name is Enrique Nunez, and I will be your host for the journey of these mission stories from all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for accepting this request for an episode of my podcast. Today we have a very special episode <laughs> because we have, for the first time, companionships or one companionship that, um, that served together in Texas. Yeah. So welcome, Nicole and Amy. Thank you. Which Hi. I want to say, your, your last name was the coolest name. Yeah, your last name. It was. It was. Not it, anymore. It yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> Went yeah. from Savage to Jones. Sad, yeah. sad. <laughs> complete transition. Yep. Yeah. When Nicole mm-hmm. told me that, I was like, that's a that's a cool last name. Mm-hmm. Sweet, Sh- huh? You guys should have kept it. I know. <laughs> it was right during the time when everybody was like, oh, that's so savage. Right. And I'd be like, hi, I'm Sister Savage. And they're like, is that your real name? I'm like, um, <laughs> yes. I'm like, no, I'm just that <laughs> savage. <laughs> 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 better watch out. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys served in Texas. Yeah. The Fort Worth mission. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're sorry you know what, what? whatever N- nicole and i visited <laughs> texas a, a little bit but what area do you guys serve in together uh we served in arlington mm-hmm. yeah okay arlington texas that's the best place where the cowboy stadium cowboy at. stadium yeah. for people yeah. who don't know i'm a cowboys fan so it was a, a good treat to see the stadium yes <laughs> yeah it's in the worst part of the neighborhood it really is. is it really yeah yeah, everybody surrounding the stadium is just kind of in squalor. I don't know. Yeah, it's really <laughs> sad. It's a, it's the an interesting neighborhood. Area. We had a lot of awesome people living there, though. Right. We had a lot of people that we were teaching, a lot of people mm-hmm. that were super kind and generous over there, but it just wasn't the best place to be at night there were okay. shootings you know oh, cops yeah. cops were posted at some apartments all, like all day 24 hours because yeah, they were dangerous oh, wow was bad there so. was one guy who was like did you see the body that was laying there we're like, we're like uh, uh, no <laughs> thank goodness no. otherwise i'd be scarred for life yeah, it's terrible it's not so. too bad seeing you, a body you get numbed after a few a bodies body. <laughs> oh i'm glad you know <laughs> Great. I, I saw three dead bodies in my in my mission holy yeah. cow you don't get numb to it though i mean eventually you probably do but as a 19 year old 20 year old it's it's kind of it's tough to see yeah mm-hmm. I, I, we had a couple of people die one yeah. died well sister nye and i were together mm-hmm. we went to their funeral yeah it was um this old guy that we were teaching passed away but it was kind of like we knew he was he was Mm -hmm. getting sicker so yeah but um we were able to talk at his funeral because the the, his wife asked us to to speak so that was like i don't know that felt like a real honor it was i've never spoken at another funeral (laughs) since so (laughs) even with people that i'm like related to so that was cool yeah yeah it was unique experience for sure she asked us to write. Was it just kind of our experience of teaching with him? I and think so. I want to say, but yeah, so we shared that and it was kind of cool. I yeah. Don't know. Yep. It's a little intimidating. It All was. these people. Sometimes people called me like the bringer of death on my mission. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> because I had like probably like five investigators die while I was oh in the area. Wow. I was like, jeez. That was crazy. awful. Yeah. What a savage. I know. 
<laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> How long were you guys together? France for so three months. Yeah. That's yeah. not too yeah. long. It wasn't too long. No. It felt long. Every minute on the mission Ouch. felt like, like super like 10 in real life. No, it felt <laughs> long because it was a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Being day. with Sister Nye was a blessing. <laughs> yeah. We had our moments, but I think we did awesome. <laughs> yeah. I remember sometimes we would just argue about something and the next day it's like, whatever. It's true. Yeah. At least, at least we didn't hold too big of grudges, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> We're still friends. It's yeah. Fine. Which is good. Yeah. A lot of people can't say that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. There's... Plenty of those stories, but yeah. I'll mm-hmm. keep those to myself. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you want to, that's fine. No, it is. Um, uh. <laughs> but you were, yeah, you were mentioning because you had to go get your journal and you have it here with you. Yeah. So what are you, yeah. what are you giggling about there? You're reading something. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the first day that Sister and I and I were together. Oh, man. I was the trainer, although I was only just trained, so <laughs> it wasn't really training, um, and I was really stressed out, and it looks like here it says, it's been long and tiring. Planning is literally the worst. <laughs> also, the zone leaders asked for our vehicle ID number. There was a pass-along card on the dash. And I was trying to grab it, and it slipped between the windshield and the dashboard right where the VIN number is located and would not come out. It would not. We went and got tweezers and everything. Blasted pass-along card. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I remember And that was, like, Sister Nye's first experience with me. (laughs) And I'm like cursing at this pass along card i'm like oh my gosh zone leaders i can't get it out i'm freaking out i can't get it out to get you the vin number it's terrible you you know some of the new (laughs) newer vehicles have the vin number on the side of the door too well we apparently didn't have that that or know that we had that yeah so when you open the door there's all this writing on the side like all these warnings and stuff Uh uh-huh and some of them have the vin number there well if it was there that was all for naught, wasn't well. it? <laughs> you could have just left it there. It's true. And okay. it would have been part of that car do, forever. Do you know if the missionaries still have pass-along cards? Hmm. Uh, I believe they do. They keep updating them, though. Yeah, cause I'm sure they, they don't have the mormon.org pass-along cards course, anymore because yeah. it's mm-hmm. different. A we different website. We don't go by Mormons anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm sure they have like new ones because all of the cards have like LDS.org or Mormon.org on them, and those yeah. are no longer the websites. So I'm sure they That's got true. new ones issued them. In fact, that makes me think they probably had to reprint like all of the <laughs> the like pamphlets and everything because I swear they had LDS.org on um, all of them. Yeah, probably. That's so a very that'd be interesting to ask a. A current missionary. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I should start having current missionaries on these on these podcasts. I didn't want to, but I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe yeah. as it kind of progresses, you might add yeah. things like that. Well, I was talking to my brother-in-law, the podcast before this, and he said he didn't even have uh, planners. Oh, dear. We had planners for like one transfer with sister and I, and then we got oh, iPads. You we luckies. did switch over to iPads pretty yeah quickly. I know we got iPads while sister and I and I were together, yeah. which was exciting beyond all belief. We were you guys were stoked. the ones that did the area book then. You transferred uh-huh. everything into it. Yeah, that oh. was the worst. It made me feel like, like, not a missionary. Not a missionary. <laughs> You're sitting like, there just putting nine to five job (laughs) yes all the stuff that was written that's illegible too also trying to make sure that so-and-so's on drugs and -and so-and-so has an illegitimate child and blah 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 keeping that out of the area book Mm -hmm. is (laughs) like it's the majority of that was the area book because you could only put certain things in there um to disclose certain 
things yeah, and things about wording them. had to be done yeah mm-hmm. so you had to keep people's privacy which is understandable yeah. because once something goes in electronically usually it doesn't come out no. so that was tough that makes sense yeah. i never even thought about that yeah, yeah it was it was interesting people were really open about what was going on in their lives apparently because yes. there was lots of lots and lots of uh drama that was in those area books well they i feel like people a lot of times use missionaries as like a like a therapeutic thing Mm -hmm. where they just kind of share everything that's going on in their lives and it's like dude i don't i don't know what to do man i'm only 20 years old (laughs) it's true it's so true we we had this one lady i don't know i'm not gonna say her name because i don't want it to go (laughs) but she just was like like wouldn't let us talk which is the majority of people in texas a lot of people (laughs) like to talk in texas texas talkers and it's great because they're so friendly like that's the awesome part about it but the not awesome part about it is when you're a missionary and you've got an hour and they're telling you about everything from their new dog and his medication (laughs) to where they went last night and how they walked there and how they drove there and how they got out of the car and <laughs> all <laughs> how the they details. felt about it and who was there and all those things. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I just remembered something out of the blue. <laughs> Perfect. So we had this one investigator who eventually got baptized, I think while Sister and I and Sister DeMille were there. Um, am I, should I say names? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, so you can, yeah. If it was Shawnee. Oh, yes. If you want to share it on Facebook and po- she, and uh, tag them. She passed away. No, she's passed oh, away, awkward. so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's fine. And so I'm sure she would laugh at it anyway because she thought it was hilarious. So we were at Spring, Spring Creek Barbecue with oh her gosh. and Sister Stover. And yeah. she was eating a banana dessert and it was in, it was served in a glass cup like a glass like like shake cup and she was like you know what the coolest thing about this place is you can keep these glasses i have like 8 of them at home <laughs> and we're like no you can't <laughs> you literally can't and she like says at the top of her lungs she's like i'm sorry i stole eight cups <laughs> from spring creek barbecue everybody i admit it i am <laughs> repenting now i oh stole eight cups from spring creek barbecue <laughs> yes yes and like the waiters were like what do we do about this? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> this lady's confessing she did something. You we don't can't know what to do, do that. <laughs> it was funny though, because she, she did stuff like That's that funny. a lot all with us, time. where she'd be like, I'm repenting now. Are you happy, missionaries? <laughs> like, sort of, that sort of thing. It's like, it's your I fault. Guess if you want to <laughs> announce it to everybody, that's fine, I guess. But yeah. That's so funny. That was Sister Who? It, uh, her name was Shawnee, Shawnee. and she was Shawnee. she was an investigator. Oh, we were okay, teaching. okay. Yeah, she did get baptized, and then when I got home from my mission, she passed mm-hmm. away probably within the next month. So. Oh dang. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's been yeah. like a couple of years now, mm-hmm. but yeah. I remember one time specifically that I really liked with Sister and I. Um, I was talking to her, and si- and Shawnee was a really really um unique sort of person like Mm -hmm. she had this personality that i felt like i was like how how could such a personality belong in the church and sister and i was telling me like i was like what do you think shawnee would be like in heaven i was Hmm. like do you think she'll be more like christ or do you think like I feel like she wouldn't be herself if she was more, I don't know, gospel-centered sort of a person. And Sister Nye told me, she was like, you know what? She's going to be exactly herself, but I think she'll just be a more refined version of herself. Like, a more, like, person that she wants to be. Mm. Like, maybe all the things that she doesn't like about herself will be more refined sort of a thing and that's what i i have thought about that a lot 
and it made me feel really good because on my mission I felt like oh I have to be like Jesus Christ I'd watch these Bible videos and I'd be like I have to stand like him and I have to <laughs> grow a beard like, like him I know right and I can't do that <laughs> I'll never be like Jesus <laughs> but it made a huge difference to me because I was like you know what I'll be myself being holier doesn't mean getting rid of my you know quirks and getting rid of my little mannerisms right. and and personality being righteous can just be a more refined version of myself a more i'm working on it consistently more trying to be a better person not necessarily being you know just like jesus because jesus has his personality and i have my personality and they're different so that was like one hurdle that sister and I helped me get over. <laughs> Cole's probably like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't saying remember that. saying that. Well, <laughs> I vaguely remember talking about that, but I didn't like think about that as much. Uh huh. Maybe, but I'm glad that was really <laughs> impactful to you. That's funny. I think that happens a lot though as missionaries. Like mm-hmm. you say things and you're like, whatever, like that's just me talking. And yeah, someone takes it really, um, personal mm-hmm. in a good way yeah, yeah. I was like not yeah. I was like personal sounds really bad but personal in a good way and it helps them for the rest of their life cause mm-hmm. of something that you said because that's what you told me um you <laughs> I don't know if you remember this um paper that you folded it's green and you drew a picture of us the what did what did the president call us the dynamic the duo. The dynamic duo. <laughs> That's what it was. It called us the dynamic duo, and you wrote that across it, and there was us fighting like a cockroach or something. Yeah. Like, remember all the cockroaches oh in Arlington. Oh my gosh. It cracked me up. So I remember that, and you wrote me your note. I, um, as I, we were leaving each other for transfers, uh-huh. and on the back you have a rope and a hand letting go of the rope because it's always. Um, me talking about how I have to hold on to this rope and I have to do it all my way and I have to, you know, stress about is it going to be perfect, those kind of things. And then across it, it says, let go. And then right behind the go is a dotted D. So let go oh, and let right, go. Right, 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 I don't right. know if you remember that, but yeah. that stuck with me f- for the rest of my mission too. And I still have that paper. That gives me, like, goosebumps. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I was like, oh, so things like that, you maybe didn't stick as well with you, but it did with me. And I was like, oh, man, I just need to let go. Let God do his thing. Uh Uh-huh. That's cool. cool. Mm -hmm. I feel good. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting that, like, that's a good perspective of of companions Mm -hmm. because you never really tell that to somebody else it's true yeah so no it's, it's funny that you guys are disclosing that kind of stuff <laughs> I'm like it's surprised. True. no that's really cool i feel like um one of my most successful like areas i feel like where i felt the most successful was with sister and i and i think it was because we both wanted to get things done mm-hmm. like i remember running through the rain to catch people to talk to them i remember there was this one guy who we saw on the street and i was like should we talk to that guy and we were in the car and we're like let's pull over and chase after him we took like probably 30 minutes to chase after this guy (laughs) who disappeared we didn't know where he went (laughs) but like that was the kind of like motivation we had is like let's chase him down which you probably Honestly, ran away from you I know. You now, now that I think about it, that's probably what happened. It was probably frightening to, mm. you know, little girls in dresses chasing out to you. <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, oh, he's probably like 15. Run away. I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. That's true. Or do you remember Rabbit? Oh, <laughs> Rabbit. Rabbit. We're going to yes. find you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Rabbit, um, we were... My previous companion, my trainer, we were looking for somebody named Alex because we had met him in a neighborhood. And uh, he said he was going to be at a school. And he's like, I'll be at the school at this time. I really want to hear about the gospel. And we gave him a Book of Mormon. And we were all like pumped up. We're like, okay, we'll write it in our planners. He'll be there. It'll be great. And so we went there and... I'm pretty sure it was me and Sister Loomis 
Was it you? No, it was you originally, and then we kept and then we went to look him. for him. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we, Sister Loomis and I, went over, and we found the school, and we found a couple of kids smoking in the back, <laughs> and we were like, "Hey guys, uh, we heard that somebody named Alex was gonna be here," and they're like, "We know a rabbit named Alex." And we're like, <laughs> "Uh, okay." Well, we're looking for a male human being. Maybe. <laughs> like, they're like, no, no, no. Like, that's his nickname, Rabbit. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, do you know where he is? And they're like, no, he usually hangs out around here. So we, like, went back there looking for Rabbit, like, so <laughs> many times, and we never found him. No, we never did. No. You guys didn't talk to those guys? No, they were gone the next time we came. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the but the guys that we ran into, I don't think we talked to. It was me and Sister Loomis, which who was my trainer, and she had just gotten trained. And to what be honest, the heck? yeah, oh, to be honest, going. like w- at that period of time, we were just lucky that we made it out the door because we it was it was so scary to talk to people. Sister mm-hmm. Loomis and I were like, "You talk to him? No, you talk to him. No, you talk to him. I don't want to." Blah. And it was just always... She had just gotten trained, and she was training you, and then you had just gotten trained, and you were training Nicole. Yep, and Nicole and had just gotten trained, thing. and she did and I Sister DeMille, wow. and Sister DeMille had just gotten trained, and she, she trained did. Sister Honey. Yeah. <laughs> she, it was crazy. It went on a long Holy time. Cow. It did. It was a long we're line. We're like, present names. Why did you do you this? <laughs> it was interesting. In my mission, we had a lot of uh, sisters come in, Spanish sisters come in, uh-huh. and they had to train each other. Uh-huh. They just straight out of the MTC, there wasn't enough sisters. Really? So they just had to put two new sisters together. I'll train you and you train me. Yeah, that that's, would, be, so that would be intense. That would suck. It would suck. <laughs> it would be suck. Hard. It you, was you have no foundation. You don't. Well, and then like whitewashing is, is tricky in itself, yeah. let alone being a new missionary. And mm. all of a sudden you're like, what do we even do? Yeah. Like, yeah. where do we even start? Well, you did that. Yeah. Into Arlington because there were elders there first and uh-huh. then they took the elders away and then the sisters were put in there. So they didn't have anybody who had been there previously to even know what was going on. But but at least you have some experience of like how missionary work is done. So you can be like, okay, well, mm-hmm. we're going to go see the, the work yeah. leaders first and then we're going right. to go see mm-hmm. the area book and see what, what they've been doing. As if, yeah, if you're a new completely new yeah, missionary, yeah, yeah. you have no clue what to do. Yeah. Because I didn't know what to do. I was like, no. I don't know. Let's go talk. Let's go walk around, knock on doors, and talk to people on the streets. Exactly. That's what I thought missionary <laughs> work was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a lot of people think missionary work is. And that's why most of the time it fails. <laughs> it's because it's, we noticed that the members of the church are our main source of baptisms like part member families, like people who are married to non-members and and that type of thing, they are our best resource. And I th- I say that and I'm like, man, those members, they need help. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know a single non-member <laughs> that I've been working with. <laughs> well, it's tough in areas like this because it's, a lot mm-hmm. of it is just reactivation. Uh-huh. And so especially in the Prover area, which is where we are, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Provo. This okay. is Provo. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the Provo area, and a lot of it is their their members. There's very little mm-hmm. people here that are non-members. There's a surprising fact I should tell you, though. Uh-oh. So, apparently, the Provo mission is probably one of the highest baptizing missions, and Utah is one of the highest baptizing states. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is the minute there is a non-member, right. <laughs> swoop. Swoop, we like yeah. swoop down, Gosh. brainwash them. No, oh my <laughs> no, this no. is a place where we are trying to tell that it's not brainwashing. <laughs> That's it's right, the gospel. It's just yeah, the gospel. I had truth. I had one area that was like that. It was seven thousand people in the in the town, mm-hmm. and probably fifty percent of it w- were members. Uh huh. And everybody who weren't members have had been contacted uh-huh. so all we could hope for in new baptism was people that moved in oh yeah that was the only thing we oh, could do gee. and then a lot Just of reactivation wait. a lot of mm-hmm. people who who weren't going to church we had to go visit and stuff so was the town your whole area you couldn't yeah. go out of the town okay yeah mm-hmm. it was it was like two towns 
because you had to go on the freeway for like five minutes and mm-hmm. go across across the freeway pretty much and that town was a little smaller but it was yeah we were spanish half spanish half english so uh-huh. we covered the whole area in spanish and then oh, okay. two words in english okay which didn't make any sense to me but whatever you know, sometimes it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make sense <laughs> i remember you thinking that um in bedford which was my first area we had a elder companionship that was in charge of the area across the freeway Mm -hmm. and we always forgot so we would go to that area all the time and do work in their area and then we'd be like oh by the way elders we're teaching somebody in your half of the area because we are both in the same ward there's a name for that it's called yeah i know it's the first it's the first area i was in what's it called it's called the um (laughs) <laughs> I forgot. Stealing of other people's areas. <laughs> we, we called it poaching. Oh, yeah, that's I'm what like, it's I called. Can't remember. <laughs> it's called <either>. I'm like, <laughs> Nicole, help me out here. I got nothing. I'm blinking here. <laughs> yeah, I yes, was just talking about that with my called poaching. My brother-in-law last I knew that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it, it happened in our first area. Like me and Sister Loomis were in and. I swear that whole experience, we just had no idea what we were doing. We were just like doing whatever, doing whatever we could. <laughs> How old are you at this time? 24 years of age. Okay. okay, so you got a little experience under your belt. A little bit. <laughs> like In your mission? Not in her mission. Oh, 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 oh. Currently you're talking right about... Now. She's oh, currently right now you're 24. How oh, yeah, you? no, no. Like this time we're talking about... Oh, okay, I was like, I don't know why you're asking this. That's why I was like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was... Let's see. I would have been 19. Oh, dang. 19 years of age. Holy cow. Yeah, that was a very, very young child. Did you go, did you go to school before? I went to a little bit of school. Okay. So I graduated in 2013, and then I went to school from... Uh, fall of 2013 to um, I believe it was summer of 2014 Mm -hmm. and then I worked and earned money up until I went on my mission in January of 2015 okay so I had just barely turned 19 or no 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 I had turned 19 almost like uh Probably seven or eight months before I went on my mission. Okay, mm. well that's still yeah that's that's about how I was. I went almost when I turned twenty, but it's you're so young, <laughs> you have it's no true. idea what you're doing. You have very little life experience. It's true, <laughs> and it kind it's of freaks true. me out now that I'm like talking about it. That I I'm 24 right now, and I was 19 when I first went on my mission. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it feels like it wasn't that long ago. I don't know about you, Nicole. I don't know because it feels like it's been a long time since I've been on my mission just because mm-hmm. so much has happened. So much has happened, but time goes by so fast it too. Does. Um so at the same time I was like, Oh, that happened to me. It's been it'll be three years that I've been home mm-hmm. now next month. Mm-hmm. So man yeah that doesn't seem like that's true it's ridiculous for me it's been almost seven years since i left wow seven years next month wow (laughs) like dang man yeah i was 19 and yeah i feel like it happened just a little while ago but Mm -hmm. that's almost a decade yeah that's intense that's true when i went a little bit later i was almost 21 when i was on my mission okay but it's still like she had all of her school under her belt. I was finished with school. Uh, (laughs) I was a little bit intimidated. (laughs) People out there like, so you going to school? I'm like, no, I graduated. I'm, I have my career. And then I decided to go on a mission. What? I'm like, that's pretty intimidating. (laughs) Great. I don't know anything. (laughs) I can tie my shoe. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty intimidating because I didn't do any schooling before my Mm -hmm. mission. Uh And so I'd have people 
like companions that were like 23, 24, and like, yeah, I got I got a bachelor's in this and that, and like, what the freak, man? Like, what? I worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. Well, that's but. it, Sister Leotawa. <laughs> we call her Lily. So, <laughs> um, she's lo- listening to this. She was older too. Mm-hmm. She was twenty-five. She might have to correct me if I'm wrong on that, but she was twenty-five when we were companions. Oh, okay. So how old? I'm twenty-five now. I can't imagine going out on a mission now, Mm-mm. and then being out and then coming back home in eighteen months. I have nightmares about that. <laughs> <laughs> Please let it be a dream. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because I, I don't know about you guys. Well, I know about Nicole, but I loved my mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think it was the best experience that I could have had mm-hmm. uh, with anything else. But I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I wouldn't trade that year and a half for yeah. anything. It was probably one of, I don't know if like, you know, but there's like in life, there's like foundational moments. I have a therapist and she calls these like transition moments and, or something similar. And essentially it's like a a point in your life that's irreplaceable. It, It shapes your character. It shapes your decisions ever after it's it's just so important to who you are and who you'll become i feel like that like my mission was one of those things and Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i had happy moments for sure there were moments where i never wanted to go home actually sister nye and i well nicole and i were just talking about when we were companions we had this plan (laughs) this super great plan that would never have worked (laughs) we we said that we were going to be rogue missionaries which essentially meant that we were going to instead of going to the airport we were going to hide in trees (laughs) and we would never be released as missionaries we would just have gone missing and then we would be missionaries for the rest of our lives and jump out at people from trees and become feral feral missionaries (laughs) missionaries. oh man yeah and that's what we're talking about it was a great idea at the time because we were i think like you're talking about super motivated and we just wanted to get stuff done and that's the first six months of my mission were definitely that's what i felt like is i was like yeah all empowered and then what I call Ammonihaw <laughs> happened to me, <laughs> which is a reference from the Book of Mormon. For those of you who don't know that, um, it's a bad place to be in. So <laughs> that happened to me. And, uh, and I, I do, you know, look back on my mission and say, yes, there are things that I'm glad that I experienced. And I did learn a lot from so many different things and there's a lot of people that I was able to meet um but I still struggle with being completely in love with my mission because I struggled so much um just mentally is mostly it wasn't physically as bad even though you know it was humid it was hot it was whatever and you're doing all this stuff that is nothing compared to the mental um stress that was put on me I feel like too that's what I have a I also have a therapist that we don't talk about my mission because <laughs> it stresses me out so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, we need to talk about it. I'm like, we'll talk about it later. Later. <laughs> later. She's like, okay. It'll have to be done so- sometime. It's and at one point <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I was like, mm, no. So we're still getting there. But it's one of those things that just a lot is put on young individuals Mm -hmm. to do so much yeah and i think that's where it can be a struggle as a missionary is to feel like you have to do so many things and you have to do it the right way and you have to do that or you're a failure Mm -hmm. type thing but there definitely were a lot of fun things that happened and a lot of funny things that happened Mm -hmm. and um there's people today that I'm still friends with that I, I, I'm so glad that I was able to meet them. I would not have met them otherwise had I not gone all the way to Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad for that. 
Yeah. And going back on like having so much pressure t- for missionaries, like we're 19, 20, 21 years old <laughs> and we are, yeah, there's a lot of pressure to, to bring people to, to Christ Yeah. because you're going to talk. Well, first of all, people are raised saying, don't talk to strangers mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go on your mission and that's all you can talk with mm-hmm. <laughs> are strangers. You don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So you, you're forced to talk to strangers about a topic that's very sensitive to people mm-hmm. and that a lot of people will give you backlash for. And, and so you have to prepare, you have to study, you have to know what you're doing, you have to always be doing it, and it's it's a it's a lot. It yeah. is a lot. That's true. The schedule is very strict. I remember yeah. uh, one of the woes of my mission, and it still hurts today, um, is I felt like if I didn't talk to everyone, I could about the gospel, and I was a failure. And I had social anxiety out the nose. And I remember thinking to myself, when I go home, am I going to get this panic attack every time I see somebody walk down the street thinking Mm -hmm. that I need to pull over and talk to them about the gospel? Mm -hmm. And I was like, please, no. (laughs) I I don't want that feeling. And thankfully, I haven't had that feeling. That's good. I think it got released with the calling. So, (laughs) (laughs) but like, it was so intense, like you feel so strongly about this this religion. You obviously sacrificed, you know, like a good amount of money and time for this. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. like walking down the street, especially for me, my parents didn't pressure me to go on a mission at all. It was totally my choice. And so I paid for the majority of my mission. I wanted it to be mine, my mission, my choice. And so it hurt so bad every time, like, I'd see somebody walk down the street and I wouldn't talk to them. Like, I'd feel like trash. I'd be like, great, that person didn't get the gospel today because of me. Great, that person didn't get the gospel because of my my sinful ways and it took a long time for me to realize that it wasn't a sin to not talk to people on the street on a mission it was it was a a human nature sort of a thing (laughs) it was a it was a anxiety thing it was it was a natural you know reaction to talking to people on the street like that you Mm -hmm. don't know about something that they're probably gonna yell at you for (laughs) and so i don't blame myself at all i really don't i feel like sometimes i look at my myself on my mission and i i take pity (laughs) i take major pity on myself that on my mission i was like poor little child (laughs) you didn't you didn't have to feel that way (laughs) No, that's good though that you've come to realize that. That's yeah, funny. but it's it's difficult though. It it's because it's a scary thing to talk to random people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very intimidating. There was this one talk, and I don't want to scare anybody away from the church thinking that we are zealots. But there was this <laughs> one talk that we read. I think it was in our binder of of like motivational talks, and it said. If you, none of you truly know what the gospel really means, like what, what, how important it is to spread the gospel. Because if you did, you would knock doors till your knuckles bled and you'd walk until your legs were stumps. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like apparently not. I think I'm okay not understanding the real importance <laughs> yeah. of this because I like my knuckles and my legs. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Thank you very much. Yeah, for sure. But that, I think that was like the the theme of of why I was so anxious is like Mm -hmm. that talk. It's like, oh man, do I really not know the importance of the gospel so much? Like, am I just caving into my social anxieties? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was hard. It was really hard. I had a thought. This is completely different. I know it's random. (laughs) I... Please don't be mad that I share this, but oh, <laughs> so funny! I just, I just loved it because I shouldn't. That sounds really weird, but there is. So we do this thing where we 
um, back each other up in our cars so that we don't hit other cars and uh, whatever, like protection. Yeah, I just, think I know it's supposed where you're going to be. With this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't know where oh, you're going. This is great. <laughs> so the driver will get in the car and then the other companion will back him up. So, you, you know, it's great. So nothing happens. So nothing happens. Yeah. And then, um, it's, then it's almost embarrassing, though. It is. It's really awkward because you have to get out of the car and you're like sitting there like waving down this airplane type thing. Like, <laughs> did I run you over you one time? totally <laughs> did. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. I was, we were in the parking lot oh of our gosh. apartment and she's backing up and I'm behind her. And then I'm like, tell her to stop because I'm getting close to this car. And I'm like, I ran into it because I was, oh I like backed gosh, into it. Oh, my gosh. And then she sneezed. <laughs> And so she looked down for a second. And so at that point, she had squished me between oh my the bike rack on our bike and this truck behind me. And it wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't get any injuries. So it's completely fine. Oh but it was gosh. so funny because I was like, oh, she's not going to stop. Like she's not, <laughs> she's not stopping. And so I'm squished there and you looked up after you're sneezing and I'm sure you saw me that you're like, what the heck's happening? Stop the car. You're out and you were so upset about it. You're like, I'm so sorry. And I you're think you like slammed your hand on I the car. I must have. Because I was I like, <laughs> I don't know if I would have so known. Funny. I'm so glad I didn't smash you. Can that I just so say that? I'm very, very <laughs> glad I didn't No, and it didn't, I didn't get hurt from it at all, but it just was so funny. Did it freak like, you out or were you just laughing? It freaked me out at I first because I was like, I remember she was what is out. she doing? Oh no, like there's this car like, coming I at me. I secretly hate her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh That my was gosh. one of those times she was mentioning. That I was <laughs> no, I just maybe after the scare of it then it was funny you know at the after fact that you know that you're not dead now that it's funny yep i don't know one of those it times so funny, i hated you're grateful you're not up. dead oh i hated that too backing people up was the worst it's terrible i had so many like terrible experiences with that one time i was being actually i was help, being helped to to pull in to a garage um, we actually in uh, uh denton denton mm-hmm. i believe it was denton we lived in a barn and we lived on the top story of a barn with horses and <laughs> you know farmland and it definitely smelled like a barn too which was fine we're so grateful for those who provided home for us <laughs> but we, she was uh my companion was trying to help me to get into the garage which was basically the width of the car and she was trying to help me get in and she was like come on come on waving me in you're good you're good you're good and then like i scraped the side of the garage and scraped up the whole side of the car and it made it reminded me of that i've never seen this episode but my husband always talks about this episode on uh spongebob where they're like "You're you're good you're good you're good Sorry, Captain, we'll buff out those scratches. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like nothing left. Yeah. Like a couple planks so left in the, on oh the ship. Gosh. Yeah. It felt like yeah. that. I was like, wait, it's what? Like, keep going. Keep going. I'm like, <laughs> all the things. Scraping oh. away the side of the car. That's it's embarrassing. Funny. It was embarrassing. My whole mission was like that. I feel like. We had, we had one elder who was very, his parents were very well off. They lived in the rich side of like, North Carolina or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he had a really, you know, growing up, he had a l- lot of money. But his companion was, he, he was a bit of a bully. But uh, we were all sitting in his car because we were, we were on bikes, so they would give us rides. And he's like, all right, go ahead and back me up. And so he, like, stands back there. And uh, the elder's just, like, sitting there. And he just sits there. And just sits there. And we were, like, looking at our watch. He stood out there for 10 minutes just waiting for his companion to back out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, my come goodness. on, dude. Like, I don't know. It was kind of mean, but it was kind of funny at the same time. Wait, the <laughs> guy the guy that was backing him was the rich kid? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so then, the, yeah, the, his his older companion was just sitting there not not backing up. And he, he just stood <laughs> out there for 10 minutes. We timed <laughs> it. It was just 10 minutes. And Jeez. then we, we left because members started coming in, and we're like, okay, we probably have to leave. Yeah, that was a little mean. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I think we all had those times. <laughs> We're like, 
Let's just do this out of spite. (laughs) I know I did. You're with this person (laughs) 24-7. You kind of like to cause a little bit of like pranking, I guess. I know Nicole did that to me several times. When? Just to get my goat. That's funny. (laughs) Probably. I probably did that a lot. But to be honest, I think almost every one of my companions did that. Because... How could you not? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's tough living with somebody twenty four seven. It's true. Because even even best friends time. get sick of each other if they if they are hanging mm-hmm. out too much. I know. I actually mm-hmm. like when uh, Talmadge and I were first. Um, I I think it was the second year of marriage. We were working in the same place together, and we oh. taught in primary, and so we had our, our same calling together, wow. and so we never left each other's side ever. Like it and. By the end of that summer, we were like, we're not sick of each other. We're just having a hard time <laughs> being around each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, this makes sense. Even somebody who I really, who I'm in love with, who I have a family with, it's hard to just spend all day, every day with a person <laughs> and not have your own alone time, not have your your time to regroup, not have mm-hmm. your time to do what you want to do which is what a whole mission is is you're never oh. doing something that you want to do really <laughs> the it's bathroom all. is like your sanctuary the, yeah the sanctuary for missionary you're alone time yeah it's true because <laughs> there's no other time that you're not with each other mm-hmm. that's so weird terrible <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> rough it is again. rough because <laughs> you, oh, you have to you have to be in sight and sound of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's rough. Yeah. I oh remember man. many a time going into the bathroom just to be away. Just to be by myself. Really? Yeah. Many yeah. a time. Like I'd be <laughs> like I'd be like, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I just Bye. have to take a break here not be with you (laughs) yeah something they told us was that this is good training for when you are married because you won't ever be with them well maybe in your case you did Mm -hmm. you were (laughs) but you'll never be with him 24 7 Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. because you got work you got Mm -hmm. school you got kids whatever so being with somebody that you don't necessarily love 24 7 is a good foundation to being someone with who you do love not 24 7 yep i feel like that that's partially what has made it possible for me to stay married (laughs) 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 is just because like I had so much practice and I'm glad that I messed up on my companion. Sorry, Nicole, rather than my husband. (laughs) That's why you have multiple companions so you can mess up multiple times. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bless all of those who put up with me. (laughs) Oh, I know. Sometimes, sometimes I think about that and sometimes I think, I wonder if they actually liked me or if I was that companion for them that they wrote about in their journal every day and said, oh my gosh, I hate this person so much. (laughs) And they're like, I'm never talking to this person again after the mission because I hate them. (laughs) Seriously. Oh Oh man. Yeah. That sucks. Cause, Mm -hmm. cause you always feel like, well, this person is annoying or this person is doing this, but, you're doing the same thing to them, man. <laughs> mm, it's true. Man. Any other fun stories in that journal of yours? Lots. Lots. Let mm. me just flip through and see. You said you got peanut butter or something? <laughs> um, we got peanut butter from a member because we were out, but that's not super exciting. But <laughs> here's <laughs> something so I found. Fitting, okay. I found something. Did you? What is it? Possum Kingdom. Yes, Possum Kingdom. (laughs) Possum Kingdom was something that Sister Loomis and I created and something I tried to spread to Sister Nye, but it was just far too ridiculous. (laughs) And one time I made her do a presentation on Possum Possum Kingdom in district meetings. And I'm sure that she hated me for it. But Possum Kingdom... Um was an effort to uh essentially there's a quote that says 
if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Mm -hmm. And so the effort was to not do what we've always done and to change it up and to do object lessons at the doorstep and to do all these things that we had never tried before and see if it worked sort of a thing. And it comes from a thought that I had um, in my patriarchal blessing. It has a thing about my mission saying that I will take the gospel in different directions. And I was like, take the gospel in different directions. I'll <laughs> take it in every direction. So I was like, that, that must mean I need to try new things, do new things. And so one of the possum kingdoms, I, kingdom ideas I had with um, Sister Boer was we left a Book of Mormon in a porta potty, oh which I now wonder if that was a bad idea, just in case they ran out of toilet paper. I'm <laughs> like, oh no! But we thought to ourselves, like, everybody reads stuff on the toilet. <laughs> like, if you're, if you don't have your phone, you're reading the shampoo bottle. Like, you're reading the directions on the on the soap. And so I was like, everybody <laughs> needs reading material on the toilet. But and not in the so porta potty. In the porta potty. In the porta potty. Because I've been to a porta potty. It was a construction porta potty. So I'm guessing that the sanctuary of the construction workers was the porta potty. So they probably stayed in there as much as they could. Hmm. So that's my thought. And so we left it in there in a little like pocket thing that was on the side of the that's wall. Funny. And we were like, you know what? If somebody reads it, we have done our job. Or they could have just thrown it in the toilet. It's true, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> you never really know, I guess. We believe in miracles. We, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are a church that believes That's in funny. miracles and goodness and not throwing holy books in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're going to pretend it went that way. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So which one did you guys do? Let's see. What did we do? Mostly it was like running as fast oh as my we gosh, could. Chasing people down. To appointments. I remember one day we were literally running from every appointment. Did you guys not have cars? We did. <laughs> we, we did, but we also biked. And did you guys bike? Right. Mm -hmm. We did. Okay. We did. We biked. And there was this family that, oh, they had like a million dogs. Do you remember that family that was like, hey, if you ever need your bike fixed, let us know. Because this girl had known one a member before that had helped her realize that missionaries need help with things like that, I guess. I don't know. They had well, like... Did they, did they have like fluffy dogs? Yeah. Hold on. They had... Oh, do you have... Fluffy <laughs> dogs. Let me look this Well, we up went in my... there one time and there was, there was probably six or seven dogs and they were big dogs. There was a lot of them. I'm looking up fluffy doggies. Fluffy doggies. Looking in your glossary. Your, <laughs> yeah, topi exactly. your topical guide. <laughs> to <laughs> find everything there. Let's Man. see. Fluffy doggies. That would have been with Because I think we nine. did end up needing someone to fix our bike, and maybe we didn't ask them. I don't remember. That may have been you and Sister DeMille, because you were there longer than I, I was. was right. Maybe Let's it see. was. Uh. Aha. Yes. Says, turns out this lady had like eight big dogs oh in her house gosh. and they were all awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it says, we talked to them, Carrie and Rob, oh, and the yes. dogs too, I guess, <laughs> about the Book of Mormon. They seemed okay. really receptive. I'm guessing that's the dogs. The dogs seemed really receptive. Probably. Like, <laughs> Book of Mormon, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this Book of Mormon. That's funny. I do remember them, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was awesome. That was pretty awesome. That was my dream. And then I realized how much hair dogs have. And I was like, oh eh, gosh. never mind. I don't want Depends that many on dogs. Depends dog you get. What, so. Tell us, what dogs don't have oh hair? Oh, man. So the Fur. ones that... <laughs> All dogs have shed. hair of some sort. <laughs> you mean the ones that don't shed. So let's see. So like we're thinking of getting a Portuguese water dog so they don't shed. Okay. Supposedly any like golden doodle or labradoodle is mostly not shedding. Oh, unless that's they awesome. Get like 
more of the genetics, I guess, of the retriever or lab. That's the kind but of dog poodles, I want. Poodles don't shed. Yeah, Shih Tzus don't shed either because I, I have one like of those. He doesn't up. shed? Yeah. He doesn't oh, shed. Oh, interesting. Um, man, what else doesn't shed? Basenjis. Those are kind of weird dogs. Man. Mm. I don't know. There's several of them, though. You can look it up. Good Type to know. Type in dogs that don't shed or something, and you can look at it. Good to know. But they they have to be groomed a lot, though. Mm. Yeah, a lot of them have to get grooming. But right. it's, I feel like it's easier than picking up or having hair all over having your house. Having to vacuum and having to sweep and having the mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. lint roller. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything that you wear. <laughs> yep. These couches that we have have dog hair tucked in between the cushions. Oh, yeah. I tried to get it all off, but it's to no hard. avail. Yeah. <laughs> like just a couple of dog hairs, it'll be fine. There, there's yeah. a guy uh, that visits my work because he has a furniture store. He takes the his the couches that he buys that are dirty, and he takes them to the car wash, and he just blasts them with water and soap, mm. and just and stands them up in a way that the water will drip down, uh-huh. and just dries it dries them up. Interesting. <laughs> you can try that if you wanted. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know if these ones will work because these ones are like microfiber, kind of. Uh, yeah. I think he said th- those ones don't work, but yeah. That's true. That's Sorry. It's all right. Yeah. It's fine. I wasn't planning on taking them to the car wash anyway. I don't trust myself. <laughs> Spraying it all down. Yeah. All right. Well, Thank we're you. almost at about an hour. All, all right. Mm. Good deal. See. So, yeah. Any well, last things so that you guys want to mention? Say gossip about Mm. (laughs) like what else happened to us on our mission that's worth sharing (laughs) man honestly an hour does not even barely encompass the stories that i could tell it's true like there were miracles that happened that that i swear like i i'm a very logical person and so things would happen that i really I don't think I could attribute to anyone but God. I mm. can't I can't do that. Um I feel like I will never leave the church because of some of the experiences that I had on my mission. Mm. There were too many things that were not coincidences. There were too many things that happened where I felt God in my life undoubtedly and it was because i was doing everything i was supposed to that my mission was one point in my life where i can truly and honestly say with my self self deprivating personality (laughs) i can truly and honestly say i did my absolute best and i don't regret anything I know I did my best, and I, I've never done better since or before that. And so that's that's all I have to say is that mm. God is real for sure. Please be nice to missionaries. <laughs> Please, if, you, oh if you're not interested in the gospel or if you're a member, just be kind because they, of all people, need kindness in their day. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. I think I think something interesting, though, is that my mission actually made me question my testimony so much um, that when I came home, I actually, I told my bishop, I was like, I don't want to read my scriptures. I don't want to come to church. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do any of this stuff because I just spent my 24-7, 18 months doing that and all these experiences happen to me that makes me question this. But at the same time, kind of like you're saying, there's experiences that you have that made it so that you know that nothing else could have done that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I hang on to is those other experiences. And I'm like, you know what? Those weren't coincidence. That's mm-hmm. not something that just happened. Mm-hmm. And so I do uh, hang on to that. And that's kind of, I guess, what helped me start or get through that struggle that I had when I initially came home and just was like, I can't do this. This is so hard for me. But, um, I don't know. Yeah. There's so many stories that you could tell of just different things that happen to you, whether it be funny or sad or intense. 
I don't know. But that's yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know an hour is not long enough for all of these stories, but I think it's a good uh good amount of time for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one visit isn't isn't the limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, I'm hoping to have m- people come on multiple times. I'm not I'm not planning on just having them one one time, so. Yeah. Cuz well, there's so good. many stories there Feel is. free to come back because I've got <laughs> two journals full. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> That's I was like I'll have to pull out my journal and Yeah, for sure. Look at what else. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for having us in your home, and thank you for yeah, accepting this invitation to to record a, an episode. Yeah. But thank you everybody for listening, and we will catch you next time.